It's uh, December 1st. Yeah, December's here. The, the December to remember. Uh, a lot of things to get to. A lot of holidays today. But uh, here's a few things to look forward to in the month of December. In sports, a lot of the NFL uh, action this month. College football bowl games start December 16th. World Cup's going till December 18th. Uh, by the way, USA plays the Netherlands in, in the round of uh, 16 this Saturday. So we have that to look forward to. A lot of sports things going on. A lot of sports ball in, in December. When it comes to movies, December's a pretty big time as well. The, pretty much, you know, Thanksgiving to, to the end of the year is pretty good for holiday movies. Uh, there's an action comedy Christmas movie called Violent Night that opens tomorrow. Uh, there's a movie that probably has some Oscar buzz, Emancipation with Will Smith. That'll be on Apple TV on the 9th. Um, another one that has some awards buzz is The Whale with Brendan Fraser uh, hitting theaters the same day as well. Pinocchio going to be on Netflix here soon. And then that Avatar and the new Avatar, The Way of the Water, uh, comes out December 16th. It's a long movie, though. And the fact that it has water in it, I I feel like there needs to be a bathroom break in there at some point. Because according to this, uh, three hours and 12 minutes long. Whew, they got to have a bathroom break. Didn't they have a bathroom break in another James Cameron movie, Titanic? I believe that there was a bathroom break. Because I know, at least when I used to watch Titanic on VHS, at a certain point, you had to put in a new VHS tape. It was that long of a movie. Another one, uh, when it comes to TV, to look forward to, People's Choice Awards next Tuesday. So if you like watching awards shows. Um, and then also what really looks awesome is Harrison Ford in a new Yellowstone prequel called 1923. That's going to be on Paramount Plus on the 18th. So... Might be a good time to, to get that free trial in. And finally, of course, we got the holidays to look forward to. Big one's Christmas, but we also have Hanukkah from the 18th to the 26th and Kwanzaa from the 26th to January 1st. So uh, as far as today goes with holidays, well, there's a lot of those uh, that are happening. It's uh, the first meteorological day of winter. Calendar says there's still few weeks uh, until winter, but ask a meteorologist and they'll tell you, uh, yeah, fall, fall ended at midnight. According to professional weather watchers, December 1st is the official start of winter for everybody else. The solstice arrives um, on uh, December 21st of this year. Today's also the start of December, uh, where women... Uh, around the world are encouraged to wear a dress every single day in December to help raise money and bring awareness to women's issues, particularly human trafficking and exploitation. Rosa Parks Day today as well, honoring the civil rights hero on this day in 1955. She refused to give up her seat to a white passenger while riding a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. She was fined $10 but her actions helped kick off an epic civil rights movement in America. 
and other things going on today as far as some holidays and some things you can celebrate. National Christmas Lights Day. Yesterday, they lit up the Rockefeller Center um, Christmas tree. Did you watch that? It was on TV and everything. Uh, But today is National Christmas Lights Day. Electric Christmas lights were invented in 1882 by a guy named Edward Johnson, uh, who was an associate of Thomas Edison. Guy know, who knows a lot about electricity. He was the first guy to put a, electric Christmas lights on his tree. And before that, everybody used candles, which is one of the reasons why the average lifespan was around 40. I think uh, electricity probably mm, a little bit better of a choice. Today's also bifocals at the Monitor Light Liberation Day. Wow. Uh, stupid name, but today we're all encouraged to give our eyes a little eye care. Get an eye exam, update your eyeglass prescription, or just walk away from the computer and give your eyes a little break every once in a while. Time now for Got Something to Say, where we talk to your friends and neighbors about great things happening right here in our community. Uh, I always love talking to nonprofit groups, theaters, uh, organizations that have great programs or events that are coming up. Maybe you've got a fundraiser. Or maybe you need volunteers for something. Let's talk about it. And speaking of that, you can email let's talk at wsjm.com. You can simply give me a call, 925 WSJM as well. Uh, love to hear from you. Got something to say brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. All right. I got a few guests joining me as uh, we get ready for Twin City Players production of Miss Bennett Christmas at Pemberley, which sounds like a a really fun show. uh, Part of the 90th season at Twin City Players. We've got Sarah, who's the uh, director of the show. We also have Cassie and Mel joining us. How are you guys doing? Great. Thank you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this uh, this show here. Um, Sarah, tell me a little bit about it. It, it sounds like it's uh, going to be a lot of fun and very uh, good for people that like, uh, well, you know, Pride and Prejudice, that type of stuff, or, uh, you know, Downton Abbey. I kind of feel like it has a Downton Abbey kind of vibe to it. Is that right? It does. It definitely has that Jane Austen vibe to yeah. it because it is the continuing story of Pride and Prejudice you know, written by Jane Austen. Mm -hmm. But um, if you like British comedy, British humor, and just really good story plus good acting, you are definitely in for a treat. That sounds really awesome. I think I saw um, the the promotional photo looked like some sort of like cake, like a, like a fruit cake or something. What, what's going on there? Is that, are you guys eating cake? We're not, no, we're not using it. It looks to me like a Christmas pudding, like a figgy Ooh, pudding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not really up on that, but it never enters into the story. It's just okay. a, a photo. Good, because I don't know. You know, I always hear people sing about figgy pudding, but I've never had it myself, so I don't think I, I would really want it. Um, but so you said it, it continues that story, Pride and Prejudice, and it has the uh, the Christmas time. What's some other uh, highlights of, of this story that are, are going on in this play? Well, the highlights of the story, honestly, is the whole play. But if you're a Jane Austen fan, and specifically a Pride and Prejudice fan, we've got the characters you love, which is Lizzie and Darcy and Jane and Bingley. But it's really not about them. It's about Mary, the sister who's kind of, I don't want to say neglected in Pride and Prejudice, but she's just overlooked. Mm. And this is her story to shine 
And not only does she find a partner who is equal to her in wit and all of that, but she also discovers who she really is. And I think both of those points together are really what this show is about. Absolutely. And does your dog like the show? <laughs> the dogs? I'm sorry. I'm still- <laughs> They're chewing on their toys. Oh, They're that's awesome. They're actually really good. That's awesome. Uh, well, it, it sounds like it's a great show for uh, for people that, like you said, love these types of stories, and uh, they're really going to enjoy it and really just want to see a, a great holiday show that uh, has some great acting and, and some great people in it. And we do have some of those great people that are in the show. Uh, let's talk first with uh, Mel. Mel, tell me a little bit about uh, the character that you're playing and, and what it's been like for you. Oh, really? I'm just a servant. I'm mostly yeah. just uh, an extra. <laughs> but um, but those uh, extra people are important. The people in the background sometimes are almost yeah. the most important ones. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been good so far. Yeah. Um, I, um, like, obviously, I'm not, like, directly in the script, but I do, uh, uh, Sarah's added some uh, really great moments for me. Good. Um, and, uh it's been a lot of fun. The people are great. The show is great. Uh, it's got a really nice wit to it. Is this your first uh, production at, at Twin City Players? Uh, this is my second. Second. Uh, okay. I was in Spam a lot. Okay. Awesome. That's great. So this is, sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And like you said, the, the, to be able to have little moments in there, that's what really people love when you go and see a play. I always like to not only just look at the, the main actors, but I kind of like to look around and observe and see what's going on. So it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to come and see this show. Uh, Cassie, let's talk a little bit about uh, your character and who, and who you're playing and what it's been like for you. Hello, I play Jane. I am the eldest Bennett sister. I am two years married at this point and expecting a child. And Jane takes a bit of a backseat in this story. And it's a lot of fun just to kind of play up the physical side of the role. Okay. Uh, Sarah has has also given me a lot of really fun stuff to do in the background. And honestly, it's kind of fun to be the observer and watch the relationship form without going too much into details. And it's honestly been a great experience. I have I've known Sarah a long time, but I've never been able to work under her. And she has been a lot of fun. She's made this experience very fun. And just to shout out Mel, he is doing phenomenally. He's being very humble, but he is bringing so much personality to his servant character. And he should feel very proud of himself. That's really great. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Uh, This show uh, is going to run opening this coming weekend, uh, but then going to run through December 18th at Twin City Players. Um, what do people need to know before they come see this show? I mean, obviously, uh, do I need to bring white gloves and, and tea of my own, or is that going to be provided, or do I just need to watch other people drink tea? Well, you might see some cookie eating on stage. Oh, okay. um, but other than the complimentary wine from Domain Cellars on opening night, the only refreshments you might get is what you can buy during intermission. So there's no tea involved or anything like that. But there will be real cookies that the the cast can enjoy. The cast can enjoy, yes. They enjoy them on stage. So That's awesome. Uh, guys, what's the, the rehearsal process been like? Obviously, you're getting, uh, you're right in the, the almost ready phase of, of putting on this show. Uh, this process, how long has this process been uh, putting this show together? 
Well, we started rehearsals back in September and we've had a lot of hard work right from the beginning because mm-hmm. I looked at all of the days off that the cast needed, you know, prior to uh, signing on to the show. And I do have to give a shout out. This whole cast has worked incredibly hard getting their show together really before the Thanksgiving holidays. And I have to say we were ready to go as soon as Thanksgiving started and Cassie just got married through the show and she and Jacob, who's uh, one of the main characters in the show have probably worked the hardest because they took time off for their wedding and their honeymoon and they come back and it's like, they've never skipped a beat. And I just, I love that I asked my cast to work so hard and I did, I know I was hard on them to get ready, but they furthered my expectations. I mean, it was just beyond what I could have expected from them. And I just, I couldn't be more grateful to the entire cast. That's awesome. Cassie, you guys, of course, were uh, rehearsing your, your lines and running your lines while you were on your honeymoon, correct? You know, we went to Disney and we had very long cues. What else are you going to do? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You, you're waiting in line for a long time. You know, you're traveling on a, on a wherever you're in, into one of the teacups. Uh, you, you get oh, yeah. kind of really into the, the character. Yeah. Really immerse yourself. And that, that is another thing, Sarah, is that there is a lot of hard work that goes into it because it's, it's also expectations that people have, you know, knowing oh. these characters and knowing the time periods and all of that stuff from any character that you're playing from main character to like Mel, you said you're, you're kind of slightly in the background, but there's still a lot of, uh, really important elements of of the period and the the show that you really need to know when you're putting it all together right absolutely the the expectations of people who know jane austen's pride and prejudice will have that idea of who lizzie is of who darcy is of who bingley and jane and, and the whole entire cast and it's a lot of pressure on the cast to deal with those expectations that is entirely out of their control but honestly, the this smarmy charm that Tim McFeeters brings as Darcy is spot on. It, it's just amazing. Kelsey Trucks is Lizzie. It, it it's as good as a lot of productions I've seen on TV and all of that. But I could go on and on and list each one. Avery Sailor's Lydia is hilarious. But they've all just stepped up. And like I said before, exceeded my expectations mm-hmm. on what they brought. And they've really just put in their their characterizations and that finishing touches that just really make characters stand out. And if you come and you expect one thing, you might get another thing, but it's not a bad thing. It is just an excellent another adaptation from Jane Austen. So that's awesome. It's really great. Yeah. And, and like you said, on top of it all, everybody in the cast is is dealing with everything from holiday get-togethers to honeymoons to all these different things. So juggling all of that, you guys really uh, put it all together, and it sounds like it's going to be a fantastic production. And like you said, complimentary wine opening night, courtesy of Domain Berry and Cellars. Uh, also, what are some other things that we need to know before we come check this out? Do you want to mention uh, some of the great sponsors that are part of not only the season but this show specifically? Uh Hang on, I will call those up. We do have main stage season sponsors, which include Meyer, 
Indiana Michigan Power's Cook Nuclear Plant, Bradford Insurance Agency, the Herald Palladium, Timothy's Restaurant and TPC Technologies, mm -hmm. and our specific show sponsors for Miss Bennett are Silver Beach Pizza and Donnie Elizabeth German, PhD, PLC, licensed psychologist. Awesome. And so performances are Friday and Saturdays, uh, 7.30, and then there's a 2 p.m. matinee uh, throughout yeah. this run of the show, December 2nd through the 18th. So you want to yeah, so catch this show for sure, right? And the matinees uh, are only on Sundays right, at right. 2 o'clock. Yep. Yeah. So you want to check that out for the 90th season. Hard to believe. 90 years Twin City Players has been around doing shows. Um, this should be a really awesome one. Go see Miss Bennett Christmas at Pemberley opening this weekend at Twin City Players. But, uh, guys, I want to say uh, thank you so much uh, for, for putting this show on. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people that are want to going to come see this. So uh, tickets, I'm sure, are starting to sell out at TwinCityPlayers.org, or you can call the box office, 269-429-0400. But thank you guys so much, uh, not only for your, all your hard work, um, but thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to uh, tell me about this great show. Thank you so much for having us. Thank, thank you. you for having us. And I'd love to have you on the show. If you'd like to be a part of it, uh, be part of got something to say, tell me about something you have coming up. Maybe you have a theater production or maybe you have um, some other great thing that's going on, like a fundraiser or another great program you'd like to highlight. Feel free to reach out to me at 925-WSJM. You can also email Let's Talk at WSJM.com. You got a flyer, you got a website information uh, page, something like that. That helps get the process started and we can talk uh, not only here on the morning show, but also in the afternoon at 530 after news at Andrew Green. All those conversations also podcast at WSJM.com and on the WSJM app. It's brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Jocelyn's here. Hello. Good morning. Uh, you know, the holidays are almost here. We're now into December. Uh, we got Christmas coming up here very soon. Uh, we've got our giveaway. But uh, one thing that we probably should have tossed in there that we didn't know about, but maybe we could work into uh, next year, is uh, this new thing called Jingle Rolls. Jingle Rolls. Jingle Rolls. Like dinner rolls? Not dinner rolls. It's actually a company that's selling jingle rolls toilet paper. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay, what does it do? The company is called Bim, Bim, Bim Bam Boom. Okay. Uh, and they've created a singing toilet paper roll in honor of the holidays. So jingle rolls come in Christmas tree shaped boxes. Uh, the box then plays jingle bells uh, when you open it. And then it has uh, six jingle rolls that cost 30 bucks and can be ordered on Bim Bam Boom's website. Uh, the toilet paper features pictures of Christmas trees, Santa, and his reindeer. Thoughts? Because everyone needs singing toilet paper when you have a house full of guests that you don't really want to see anyways on the holidays. Right. And then you go to the bathroom and you, when you go to the bathroom at any time, you, you want to be discreet. Right. Uh, All but, of a sudden, you're in the middle of a really bad time, and it's like Trans-Siberian Orchestra <laughs> in there, just like, <laughs> it's just chaos, and everyone's like, what's up with the symphony in the bathroom? What's going on in there? 
It's my jingle rolls. It's just it's okay. It's just the jingle rolls. Why? Where 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 did this idea come from? You know what this country needs? Singing toilet paper. No. And thirty dollars is not uh, cheap because we know how much toilet paper. When you know the last couple of years of how much uh, toilet paper hoarding was going on. I mean, what's the incentive? Is it recycled toilet paper? Is it is it dyed with with cookie frosting? Like what 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 is the holiday cheer? I don't know because I imagine you know when you do the, the your business and then you wipe. What are you going to be covered in? Covered in the business. <laughs> trying to be uh, when you do the business. <laughs> glitter. You, know, the you were going to say Christmas glitter, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I, you were. You don't want to have glitter all over yourself. What if like when you're when you're pulling a few squares off the roll, all of a sudden it goes and just covers you Christmas in Christmas confetti. glitter. Not a bad idea. Is this a gift idea? Would you gift someone five singing rolls of toilet paper? Uh, I know a lot of people that love giving gag gifts, but I just don't feel like that's really the best thing no. to give anybody. And there are so many different types of toilet paper roll holders. Mm-hmm. Like in the 90s, my mom used to have the one where you could put like the, the oils or the potpourri oh, inside. Yeah. So, but ours isn't like that. You know, yeah. ours is just like a, a, a wrought iron bar that you yeah. slide the roll onto. So is that why they're $5 a roll? Because because the the, the music mechanism is built into it i don't i i would have to see the the plans yeah i don't know where the the the, where the research and development came from but i i gotta go back to that the the idea of the why was it a good idea to put the potpourri on the toilet paper (laughs) it was the 90s i don't know potpourri in general just made no sense to me you just had this jar in random places throughout people's houses. A basket of dusty dried flowers. And it was just it was just and like pieces of wood <laughs> that had scented been pa- wood. scented wood that it had been scented. painted. Cinnamon it, bark and uh orange peels? I yeah. don't know. There's a lot of stuff from the nineties that made no sense. Potpourri was definitely one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So if you want to pick this up, you can uh go to BIM. Bam Boo's website. Uh, not sure exactly what the URL is, but uh, if you want to pick up jingle rolls for somebody <laughs> for Christmas, it makes a great holiday gift. But if you want a, a better gift, go to our website and check out the ultimate Christmas. Your uh, next chance coming up soon to get yourself signed up for that. Go to WSJM.com to learn more. You want to be part of the show? You can always give me a call, 925-WSJM. That's 925-9756. Email letstalk at WSJM.com. Or if you're Jocelyn, you can just walk into the room and say, Hello, everyone. (laughs) Uh, When you were growing up, uh, you probably watched a lot of Disney movies like everyone. Naturally. Uh, Did you have one that really... I guess stuck with you emotionally because I feel like Pixar movies make you cry more than even the movies that we watched as kids. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I think um, Little Mermaid was my favorite. Classic. But I've always loved the water, so came mermaids out, swimming came out in nineteen eighty nine, I believe. I can't. I don't have my phone, but yeah. I'm sure you're right because you're always right when you guess movie years. Eight, yeah, 80s and 90s movies. I'm pretty good at judging the year that it came out. I why? I don't know. It's a, one of those weird quirks that I have. Yeah. 
One of them. Yeah, one of the many. Uh, this one, I don't remember when this came out, but do you remember watching Bambi for the first yeah, time? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. You did? Wait, did I see it in theaters? I think probably a re release, because I think that one came out. I think that's an older one. That was like. Did I see Snow White instead? Oh, I don't remember. That's even older. My grandmother took me, uh, my namesake, mm-hmm. uh, took us. I think it was Bambi. Now you have to Google it because I don't know. I might have to Google that. uh, Well, that's the thing is that Disney especially loved the taking things out of the vault, yeah, and re-releasing it and making. We don't have any new ideas. Yeah, Bambi, the original. 1942. So, okay, so I'm not that old, so uh, it would be the other one. Unless you jumped at a time machine. Maybe your grandmother actually went to see Bambi and then was telling you about it, and then, I don't know. You, Did you, they not re-release it? I'm sure they re-released okay, it Okay, please Google it, because now I think I'm crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that later on. Uh, but the reason I bring up Bambi, that was a sad story. And it started off sad. It, yeah, it was never one of my favorites. I think if I did see it in theaters, that was the only time I have seen it. Same thing like Land Before Time also. Okay, that's a good one, though. Everyone that, loves dinosaurs. Great one, great one. But with Bambi, did you hear they're making a new Bambi movie? I did not. This one, a uh, little bit of a different story. Tell me. Uh, it's called <laughs> Bambi. The Reckoning. Oh, my. Uh, so they're they're calling it a, a horror movie that's being developed. Does he go after the hunter? It says, <laughs> this is what the website, the website that uh, is promoting this movie, Bambi the Reckoning. Um, it says that Bambi will be turned into a quote-unquote vicious killing machine that lurks in the wilderness. Jeez. Yeah, pretty Is heavy. Is Bambi a werewolf? I Maybe. It's possible that Bambi maybe saw a werewolf. I need more backstory. A vicious killing machine of what? Uh, well, the humans that hunt or... It's lurking in it's, the wilderness. Yes, you said that. What does that mean? Well, it is hunting season, so there's a lot of deer about. Okay, uh, is and- this like live action? Um, it doesn't look like it is. I didn't, I, I'll be honest, didn't do a ton of research on this one. Is this Tim Burton? Uh, it should be a Tim Burton movie. Um, but this Bambi, I just uh, had like this Bambi Rambo mash and it was just called Bambo. And well, that's how he's a killing machine. <laughs> I thought of the same thing. <laughs> like Bambo first blood. Yeah. He's, he's got the, the, the bandana around his head. Right. Well, it, obviously, many people know uh, when they saw Bambi for the first time. It's pretty traumatizing. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, the directors for Bambi, The Reckoning. Um, it just sounds so cool. It's such a great title. Um, these directors have also done other great favorites like The Curse of Humpty Dumpty and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Okay, I have heard of that one, but yes. I think probably Instagram or TikTok or something. But yeah. I haven't seen these. What is this like some some secret uh, website where you can watch these? <laughs> I well, I'm sure it's just on YouTube or some sort of random movie site of some kind. I'm sure, you we can ruin find your childhood.com? Yeah, probably. 
Uh, Bambi the Reckoning, it is scheduled for release around Valentine's Day, says uh, was reportedly inspired by uh, Netflix horror The Ritual, which haven't seen that either. Um, that it were uh, <laughs> four men tormented by a mysterious creature on a woodland hiking trip. Okay. So, not sure. I think they're they're doing a GoFundMe, it looks like, according to this website, to to make Bambi the Reckoning. So it's just two dudes that had a terrible time when this came out and they watch it as kids. Right. They're like, yeah, you know what would be great? If Bambi went after the hunters. No, I think that's when you need therapy. I think this is where you just leave. Yeah. Leave that alone and move on to something else. Yes, please. So I don't, I don't think it's a good idea, but if it does end up happening, mm, I'd probably watch it. I will not. Okay. And I always like to update you on some of the things that I've seen that you should also be reading at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. Your update brought to you by Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owners agency in St. Joseph and in Niles. Residents in the Tri-County area looking to adopt a pet this holiday season are in luck. Two local animal shelters, the Cass County Animal Control in Cassopolis and the Alvan Humane Society in South Haven, they're participating in the Bissell Pet Foundation's Empty the Shelter Holiday Hope adoption event from December 1st through the 11th. Uh, Cass County Animal Control is going to offer $20 adoptions for eligible cats and dogs. Alvan is reducing their adoption fee to $50 for adult dogs and $25 for cats. The Bissell Pet Foundation is a national animal welfare organization dedicated to ending pet homelessness, and they sponsor reduced adoption fees of $50 or less per pet or dog during each nationwide event. Now, this event will be hosted in more than 275 shelters in 43 different states. The Cass County Shelter lobby hours will be from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. And Cass County Animal Control Director Ron Butts says, We've partnered with the Bissell Pet Foundation in the past and have had many successful adoptions. It's important to consider adopting from your local animal shelters as the first option to help give that unwanted pet a second chance at life in a forever home. Cass County is also hosting uh, Christmas with the animals from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday at the, uh, the shelter. Guests will have the opportunity to visit with animals, enjoy light snacks and refreshments, and uh, drop off donations to help the shelter continue to take care of animals in overcapacity shelters. Uh, and including Cass County Animal Control. At Alvan Humane Society, the Rescued Treasures Christmas Market begins today, goes uh, from 11 a.m. and runs at, or starts today at 11 a.m. That will also be uh, something they will have at a regular basis until the 16th. All proceeds from that market uh, go to the care for the Alvan animals. If you want more information, go check out this full story at MoodyOnTheMarket.com and the Moody on the Market app. So when you're on the go and you want to know what's happening in Southwest Michigan, we got you covered. Your Moody on the Market update brought to you by Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owner's agency in St. Joseph and in Niles.